Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back in it. Um, before we start the podcast, reminder, this podcast is based off my opinion and my opinion only. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not claiming to be right on the subjects I talk about. So with that said, I do not care about the opinion of the podcast. If you listen to it, expect my opinion and not yours. These topics are just things I talk about with my friends, and I will give my opinion based off my thoughts and my perspective of the topic. With that said, if you don't like my opinion, suck it up, buttercup, because I don't care. Other than that, enjoy the podcast. Don't take anything I say too literally. And, uh, you know, listen to it. Have fun and enjoy. What is up, everybody? Finally back. Um, Reminder for those who haven't listened before, you'll probably hear a lot of radio chatter in the background. That is because I'm at work. So that's just something you'll deal with. You'll live, probably. Um, So, yeah, we're back. In the new podcast, um, this one we're gonna be talking about some some events and my opinion on them, uh, what's happening in my life right now, UFC 242 recap, UFC 243 predictions, um, and then the, just the future stuff, um, farming, and then um, you know we'll, we'll mix it up. We'll have stuff mixed up. Um, so started off with the inspiring quote given to you directly from Mr. David Goggins himself, the animal, the savage, the boss, the hoss, the man. Um, This guy is a very inspiring person. If you haven't listened to his book, you should definitely go buy it. It's Can't Hurt Me Now. Um, It's on audio. It's on Audible. It's on audiobook. It's everywhere. You can buy a printed version if you'd like to read. So go look at it. It's a great book. You can learn a lot from it. And, uh, yeah. Go ahead and do that. This quote is, the only way you gain mental toughness is to do things you're not happy doing. If you continue doing things you're satisfied and make you happy, you're not getting any stronger. You're staying where you're at. Either you're getting better or you're getting worse. You're not staying the same. And that is your inspiring quote. Use it at a workout. Use it for work. Get the job done. Make the most of it. Don't waste it. Um... Topics today are dad bods and jewels. Um, dad bods are the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Completely stupid, worthless. I think they're ridiculous and dumb. Um, I think it's just an excuse for laziness. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think it it's a real thing. I think if you're becoming a father, you should have more motivation to get stronger and more fit than previously, so that way your kid looks up to you more. I don't think a kid's going to look up to a guy who eats McDonald's every single day and says, oh, it's okay to eat McDonald's every day, have a Big Mac, that's all right, son. No, they're going to look up to the dad who is working out every day, hitting the grind in the morning. Um, I, I, I just don't see, I, I would not be motivated by someone who eats McDonald's and fast food and just is unhealthy every single day. I don't see it happening. So, um... There's that. Don't respect people who go with the dad bod. Like, I'm going with the dad bod look. No, you're, you're going with the lazy look. You're just too lazy to hit the gym and find time. So stop making excuses and just admit you're getting fat. You're fat. You're getting fat. I mean, it's fine to admit you're getting fat. Just admit it. Um, next topic is jewels. Uh, 
jewels are just oh my god uh i don't understand this at all honestly i, I really really don't because why are kids getting into this it's way more expensive you know um it used to be like i just got out of high school four years ago i think no nah, no three years ago three three years ago yeah and when i was in school it was just cigarettes and pot that was the big thing it was mainly pot um i mean kids smoke cigarettes but not really a giant deal to be honest um most kids knew better and it wasn't a big deal um so weed was the main thing but still um now jewel is the biggest thing and kids go crazy over it can't get enough of it they're addicted they they, they literally can't get enough of of, of the jewel costs like 50 bucks to buy a pen maybe more if you want to get fancy with it I, it costs so much money and then the bad thing is it's 10 times as bad for you as the cigarettes are you know like there's no health benefits to this thing. It's not like they're healthier. They're not cool. They're like five times more potent. So why are kids going crazy about it? You know, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand it. I really don't. Um, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I think, if anything, kids would be better off just smoking pot. I'm not saying pot's good for you. I don't think pot is healthy for you. I don't think it's healthy for you until you're 25, 26. Honestly, that's... That's when your brain is fully developed. Science shows that's the best time to do it because you, your brain actually is is completely grown up and you're clear to think and make good decisions and health and healthy and mature decisions and that's the time to do it. But of course, kids can't wait that long because they got to be cool and they got to be cool in high school and college. They can't be can't be a square, you know. Got to impress the ladies. Got to impress the older kid, the older kids, the older guys, all that stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and don't respect it. But um, it's weird, and kids just can't get enough of it. It's just it's just the newest addiction, the newest thing. You know, I'm sure it was it was alcohol before, and then it just I mean it's it, oh, it's always been something new. There's always something. There's always something. Um, I just don't understand it. I I don't understand why kids gravitate to that through school. I, I don't know if it's because they don't, they want to be cool like the seniors or impress them. I don't know if it's because their parents did it that they want to do it now. I really am lost. I have, I'm, a lo I'm, at, I'm at a loss for words on why kids think it's okay to do this. I, I don't understand. I like I like someone to tell me a legitimate reason. I don't, want, I don't want the reason to be, well, it helps me relax. It helps me relax during school and stuff. No, that's not a reason. You can do a lot of healthy things to relax. You're just choosing to make that an excuse to be an idiot with your life and waste your health away. I want a legitimate reason why you began smoking and why you think it's good for you and why it's healthy for you and why it's cool for you. I, I, I like a reason, you know. I, I don't I don't want excuses. I want legitimate reasons, and uh, you know I, I just I, I don't understand. Maybe it's because. Maybe it's oh my god he's gonna he's gonna hit the auger wagon. Good lord. Uh, hold on, I'm in a bad spot. This is bad. Okay, um, I I just don't understand why people. For me, I've never drank or smoked anything before in my life, so I really don't understand the reasoning behind it, to be honest. Um, so that that's what makes it hard for me to understand this stuff. But uh, I, I don't know. I really, I don't, I just don't understand it, I guess. I guess I'm not cool enough. I don't know. Um, 
uh, world events. Oh, Teen in India uh, got picked up, finally saved. He was at sea for 49 days, surviving, grinding like a champ. He was a fisherman. I got 15, I think it was a 17, I think it was between 15 and 17 in that range. And he was just surviving in the water, you know, being a savage. His boat would drifted away. He was about, I think he was about 10 miles from the coast. And then, I don't know if it was a storm or the way the tides changed. But, um, long story short, he drifted 77 nautical miles away from the coast, which is, that's pretty good, that's pretty good amount of distance, um, in the ocean by yourself. So he lived on his little houseboat and basically survived off fishing and boiling the fish and drinking his urine and salt water. Um, I think that's impressive. I think anyone who survives 10 plus days is pretty impressive. That, that is someone who's getting innovative and really thinking. I mean, it helped that he had a fishing pole already, but uh, that that would be pretty hardcore. Anyone who can survive at sea that long, that that's pretty impressive deal. So uh, he got saved, got picked up by like an import-export rig, one of those really giant, uh, you know, giant boats out there, and um, he got saved. I think he was out there for 59 days, which is pretty impressive. Um, that, that's pretty big deal. I'm sure if he had like flint and steel or something like that, something to make fire, he probably could have went longer, honestly. He had the he had the food, he had the water, he could just boil it all down. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, last week, a shocker, another mass shooting happened in Chicago. I think it was nine dead and 18 wounded. So that wasn't a good deal. That that pretty much sucked. Uh, another, another bad deal there. Um, but shocker again, the politicians didn't care about the families or the wounded. They cared about what was used in the shooting, which was a gun. Um, have politicians just given up on caring about people anymore? Because every time there's a mass shooting, like for example, if there's a mass shooting and it's a white guy shooting up a school or shooting up a Muslim church, something like that, Democrats always point to Trump and they point to gun control and all these all these things we need to do to fix stuff, and they never care about the families. And then if um, a Chicago shooting like this, Republicans say, "Oh, gun control doesn't work." Chicago shooting, here we go again. It happened again. Like, do these guys just not care? Do they just not care about the families and stuff like that. Like, I mean, like for example, the Newtown shooting. Nothing happened with that. Nothing school security-wise happened with that federally. The federal government didn't help the schools. No, nothing was given. Schools had to take time out of their own day to lock the doors up um, and just do the do whatever they could with what they had. They didn't care. The government didn't care because they were just focused on gun control. That's it. They didn't care about the kids' safety. I mean, you know, I, I know a lot of people are against it, but I seriously, seriously, seriously think some teachers should volunteer to take um, concealed carry classes and have one or two teachers selected are selected based on um, tons of tests psychology wise and just whoever volunteers and feels comfortable with that stuff I think they should be given a gun I, I think they should have a teacher if not a teacher they should have a they should hire a an, a on-campus um, police officer not someone who drives to like multiple schools I think a on-campus police officer stays at that school all day, every day, 
and stays there protecting them because something obviously this isn't working. Now with mass shootings everywhere else, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I think more concealed carry. I I just don't think anyone who's been a concealed carry owner, license owner, has ever done anything bad. Um, yeah. They follow the laws. They take the tests. They take. I mean, they they follow all the laws. I, I don't see what the problem is there. Um, I I just it just it makes me mad that on Facebook no one says rest in peace or I pray for the families. They say, well, this is why Trump's evil and. This is why we need more gun control. This is why we need less gun control. And this is why gun control doesn't work. Stop caring about the policies, people. You know, like, the government obviously isn't going to change. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't think anyone does right now. But, you know, I, I just get really annoyed at politicians for taking these mass shooting events and using them for, for their little political game. You know, it's really annoying to me. Um... I don't know. Um, new robots. I think this has been news for a while, but I figured I'd talk about it because I saw it in the news and I thought it was kind of cool and scary. Um, there's robots being made for the military, and they they run on they run off of organic matter. Their battery runs off organic matter. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's us, uh, humans. That's humans. Humans are organic matter. Meat. It could be plants. Not saying it's not, not saying this is a vegan robot, but if you're in the military and you're a military scientist and you're making a robot, you're not making that robot a vegan. You're going to have that robot go kill a bad guy, and then you're going to have that robot eat the bad guy to fuel him up to kill the next bad guy. Yeah, that, That's the only logical thing. You're not having a vegan robot. No one's scared of a vegan robot. That robot's eating a salad right in front of the bad guys while he's killing them. They're not going to be as scared. You see your buddy get killed by a robot, and then the robot starts eating him, that's going to be pretty freaking scary. That's going to be a whole different level. If you're a military evil genius, evil scientist, you want that robot to eat people. So uh, that's kind of terrifying. You know, the robots have finally made their way into into warfare, even though they have already been out here for a while with massive success. <laughs> get it? Because they haven't. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what that's going to turn into. It's probably going to be like some crazy predator freaking looking. It's going to be look I want to see what this thing looks like because it probably is like one of those worms that just have thousands of teeth on the inside and it just grinds a human up or something like that. I don't know, but good lord. Robots are now officially in the war zone being tested out. That will be crazy. Um anyway, after that we'll get to the to the life of Jaden, how what's going on in my life right now. Um, to get people caught up to speed who don't know me at all, or just haven't talked to me in a while and listened to the podcast from school or something like that, I don't know where you're listening from. Um, basically, to get people caught up to speed, I'm only 21. You know, I, I don't have a lot of life experience. I uh, I farm. Uh, I'm only 21. I'm a baby on this world. I'm a baby. Um, I farm. I farm cash crops with my, um, my family, my dad and my grandpa. Um, so cash crops are wheat, corn, soybeans, stuff like that. Um, I'm an insanely obsessed martial artist. I love it. I can't get enough of it. Um, I'm, I'm interested in all forms of martial arts. Um, as a result, I'm a second-degree black belt in Taekwondo. I've been doing that for 10-plus years. 
I think for eight years, seven or eight years, I was training under a school. School closed down. Past two or three years, I've been training alone by myself. I kind of just been self-teaching and keeping keeping up to speed. Second degree black belt in Taekwondo with that. Um, for those who want specifics because they don't believe me or something like that, I don't know. Uh, it's Songom Taekwondo, that form. Mainly ATA stuff, stuff like that. Um, and then I just began, I just started, just started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu about a week ago. Well, no, 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 that's false. About a month ago, probably. About about a month ago. It'd be two or three weeks, which is close to a month, if not a month already. Um, anyone who doesn't know what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu... Okay, so Taekwondo, for anyone who doesn't know, that is mainly kicks and punches. Mainly kicks. Basically teaching your body to kick high, like... Basically, you're just... You're, you're kicking people in the face. That's what's happening. That's what's going on. You're... you're you're making, you're using your legs as your main form of weapon, and then your hands are kind of as the backup. They get close, get within your range, stuff like that. Um, and then after that, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is grappling. It's a ground, ground martial art, so it's like wrestling, but instead of going for pins, you're going for submissions. I mean, you're still going for stuff like that, but you're mainly going to submit your opponent. So I'm sure all the guys. I'm sure most guys know, if girls don't know, I'm sure you do. Anyone who grew up pretty much knows how to wrestle and stuff like that. They've seen kids wrestle. Um, Jiu-Jitsu teaches you really specific headlocks, arm bars, leg locks, transitions, um, full mount, top mount, side control. It, they get really in-depth with wrestling, basically. and teaches you how to submit opponents in very crazy ways that are really cool. And... Um, that has been my goal for a while to get in jiu-jitsu because for so long I've been uh, – I've had a very solid stand-up game, but my ground game has just been so weak, so I am slowly getting that ready and solidified. Um, I'm deeply rooted in martial arts. It's probably my number one passion. It's, it's, it, it is my number one passion. Martial arts is my number one passion for sure. Um, I love watching elite-level athletes in it. Uh, UFC and One are the main organizations I watch with martial arts. Um, that's why I talk about UFC a lot on here, probably. Uh, I work out a lot, also to stay healthy. I usually get between I usually get between three to ten hours a week of working out, depending on on work. With farming, with farming, if I am in harvest, which is usually uh, summer through fall. Maybe going through winter sometimes. Um, I won't get as much working out done because if I'm at harvest, I'll be working consecutive 12-hour days basically every single day. Um, but I still work out a lot. I'm a very big advocate of working out. I think it's the best way to go. Have an amazing girlfriend. Um, we dated, we actually dated a year now. Our one-year anniversary was the 18th of this month. Celebrated that. Very fun. Very good. Went to go eat some very, some very beautiful, expansive uh, steak, and it was great. Um, other than that, um, family-wise, my mom works at a hospital. Pretty self-explanatory there. Uh, my dad, um, he works on the farm, also self-explanatory. Um, but my dad was diagnosed with, um, I believe, colon cancer colon cancer that spread to his liver, 
um, last year, actually about a back, actually about almost a year ago today to this date. So that is something we deal with. Um, so yeah, that is my life. I will keep you up to speed on certain events going through my life as I go through the podcasts, and hopefully keep you guys up to speed on that stuff. Um, with that, we'll move to UFC. This is this is mainly going to be an MMA podcast, probably. I just I'm, I'm addicted to it so much. I can't get enough of it. I love it so much. I can I really can't get enough UFC in my life. I can't. I I could watch it all day every day. Um, I love it. I absolutely, positively, love it with all my heart. Um, UFC 242 recap. For anyone who watched it, I'm sure you were as impressed as I was with Dustin Poirier's performance. Anyone who didn't watch it, Khabib, very high-level wrestler, a Dakistani wrestler, basically bear wrestler. He basically just trains wrestling bears. Um, defeated Dustin Poirier. I think it was... Third round rear naked choke. Sunken in deep, got it in, got the job done. But it was very impressive performance by Dustin. I really, really salute him on his performance. He did a very good job with um, what he had to deal with. Khabib is just, Khabib is, for anyone who doesn't know, number two pound for pound uh, on the ranking, which is basically saying. Out of the entire organization, he's the num- he's the second best UFC fighter of all time, right now, and um, that's a pretty big deal. And he got there with his wrestling. That has been due to his wrestling ability, his dominant wrestling ability, and uh, he just he does such a good job. He he is a problem for everyone right now. Um, Dustin was a huge huge underdog going into this fight, and honestly. He almost pulled off the underdog story. Really, he he really got close. I um. There were many moments in that fight I thought Dustin could win, and I thought he could win very dominantly. Was I like it? Um, first round, I think was very heavily Khabib. But the second round, um, Dustin landed an insane, an insane. I think it was either a cross or a hook. And shook Khabib very bad. Like he put, he had Khabib in trouble. Probably the biggest trouble we've ever seen Khabib in. And he almost had him knocked out. Very good job, Dustin, pulling that off. Um, but Khabib recovered. And then the third round, Dustin had a very, I thought, deep guillotine. And uh, I thought the choke was in there. I thought, it was, I thought it was solid. And he had it in there for 30 seconds. His arm was under. Khabib's chin, but he didn't have his arms hooked together, which made him a lot weaker. He burned himself out trying to get the choke, didn't have it, and man, Khabib got out of it, squeezed out with his head, turned around, took Dustin's back, rear naked choke, got it in deep, and tapped him out, won the fight. I know, I'm getting around the ditches. Um... So yeah, it was uh, it was it, it got very close to being an underdog, underdog fighter story. I was really happy with Dustin's performance. I I don't think anyone could have asked any more of what he of of him. He got tired, he got burnt out, but Khabib just is one of those guys. He's gonna burn you out. And uh, I I really respect him. I'm glad he did it. I, I I'm happy with it. I I don't think he was happy with his performance. I know he wanted to leave there going a champion. 
But going into the pound-for-pound number two, honestly, Khabib, you could have an argument that he's the pound-for-pound number one. You really could have a solid argument against with that. But um, Dustin just, he did as good as he could. I'm really happy with his performance. I think he did a great job. Um, very happy. Just couldn't quite pull off the win. Um, so now the question is, who can beat Khabib? It's got to be Tony. It's got to be Tony Ferguson, ladies and gentlemen. Tony's in, Tony Ferguson has got to do it. He's our only hope. He is he is the Star Wars. You're, you're my only hope, Obi-Wan. He's got to do it. He's got to beat Khabib. He has to. If Tony doesn't beat Khabib, no one's beating him for a while. I, I really think that Tony is the only guy that is willing to go on the ground with Khabib, I think, and really enjoy it and smile saying yes. I, get me on the ground with him. Take me there. Take me to that dark place. Because where Khabib specializes on the ground is on top, top mount, and smashing guys in, trying to do that ground and pound. Tony specializes being on his back and uh, submitting guys from his back. So really stylistically, this is the perfect, the perfect matchup for both fighters. Um, I don't know if Tony can win, but I give him the best odds out of anyone at this point. Because Khabib is just such a freaking monster. And, uh, yeah. I, I really I really hope Tony can do it. If he doesn't, would not surprise me. Khabib is just such a high-level high level grappler. It wouldn't surprise me if, if Tony couldn't pull the win and lost. Hope he wins, though. I think Tony right now is the best bet. I don't see anyone else beating him right now other than Tony. I don't... Maybe Alec Iaquinta, if he... Gets a little bit more experience under his belt. He needs to wrestle hard. He needs to get his endurance up. Hot, hard, and fast. Because Khabib is no joke. He will go five rounds and smash you all five rounds. He doesn't care. He'll do it. He'll go the distance. He doesn't care. He, he If he needs to point spar with you, he'll, he'll point spar. Um, let's see. Uh, Paul Felder. Paul Felder, Edson Barboza. Okay. When you look up the lightweight fighters, there is not a better fight to watch to see an elite level of lightweight fighters that, that will brawl. Um, I am not kidding you. Watching Barboza and Felder fight was like, was like, it's like someone turned on two times speed on it. And they clicked fast forward on the fight because they were moving that fast. Their whole body, they were just—they're going so fast, and they were consistent through the whole fight. Kept pushing fast, 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 fast and strong through the whole fight. Great fight for Paul Felder. I'm glad to see him succeed. He's a great commentator. Really happy with him. Um, who does Dustin fight now? Honestly, I think it's either Gagey, McGregor, or Cerrone. I, I think those are the only three people that Dustin should fight and need to fight, um, I think you could have a great argument for all those fighters. Cerrone just came off a loss. If Dustin gave him a shot, that'd be very merciful of Dustin. Um, Conor McGregor, Dustin, who wouldn't watch that fight? That's a giant money fight. I would watch it 10 times out of 10. Dustin versus Gagey, again, that's a giant money fight. Gagey's an absolute savage. So is Dustin. Great fight. Watch it. 10 out of 10. I'd love to watch that rematch. The first one was insane. Loved it. 
run it back, please. Any of those fights would work for me. Um, Darren Till is moving up to middleweight. I agree with that. Yes. Good call, Darren Till. Good call. Very smart move. And then he screwed all up and asked for Kevin Gastel in the fight, which was one of the contenders for the title weight, for the title fight. I love you, Darren Till, but dude, you gotta slow it down. You gotta have a reboot fight. Fight someone low level, like a, like 10 through 5, maybe. I know you just got a title fight, but dude, you're getting smoked. After he fought Mazadal, that was so hard to watch. You got sent into space. Slow it down, get your confidence back. Go back to beating guys up on a regular basis. But dude, you gotta slow it way down, Darren Till. Don't fight Kevin Gastelum. He's ranked number 2 right now. Don't think that's a very smart idea on Darren Till, but savages will be savages. You know, you can't do anything about that. Um, UFC 243 is coming up. Don't think it's this week. I think it's next weekend. I think I think it's October 4th. I think yeah. Um, Robert Whitaker versus Israel Adesanya. Who is not excited for this fight? You know, I say it over and over again. Anyone getting into the UFC this year, I hate you because you have gotten literally just the whole year has been freaking awesome fights. There's not been a bad title card, title fight this year. The worst was when Adesanya was supposed to fight. Let's see, who was Adesanya supposed to fight? No, it was Robert Whitaker versus Kevin Gastelum. Robert Whitaker was supposed to defend his title against Kevin Gastelum, and Whitaker had a hernia, had to pull out. Very unfortunate. Gastelum did not have an opponent, and uh, Adesanya and Anderson Silva fought. Well, that wasn't the greatest fight to put as a main event. It was still a great fight. That was probably the worst, and I'm saying that not in a bad way. That was an insane chess match of kickboxing. And Muay Thai, it was just, it was beautiful. Um, so, all the UFC fights this year have been so good. So good. Every weight division is so stacked, it's impossible to keep up with them. Um, but Whitaker and Adesanya are coming up. Um, I have Robert Whitaker steamrolling through Adesanya. You just don't bet against the dark horse. Robert Whitaker has gone against Yoel Romero. Two times, back-to-back, in a row. The first fight, he fought Yoel Romero on a sprained ankle, or he broke his ankle. He broke his foot, or his ankle. And he fought five rounds. He broke his foot the first round of the fight. And he won. He won the fight. So, I will never bet against Robert Whitaker. Adesanya is good, but man, I just... Robert Whitaker is a different animal. You just don't mess with Bobby Walker. You don't mess with Bobby Knuckles. Don't mess with him. You just don't do it. So I have, um, oh gosh, uh, Robert Whitaker just steamrolling out of Sanya. Um, future fights we're going to likely see, it's going to be Stipe versus DC again. They're doing a trilogy fight. It's been announced by Dana, been announced by DC. So almost guaranteed there. I'm kind of disappointed. I wanted to see DC and John Jones at heavyweight to see what happens there. But I'm okay with this too. It's going to be a great fight. I just, I'm kind of upset that that Stipe has to fight DC again for a third time in a row. My God, get a guy a new opponent. 
I want to see Francis Ngannou get a title fight again. Um, I want to see John Jones at heavyweight, though. I want to see John Jones fight someone at heavyweight. Maybe Fran- I'd like to see him fight Francis. I think that'd be a great fight. Um, let's see. Stipe, after he beat... If, if Stipe beats DC, his fight is, has to be with Francis or John Jones, I think. I think it's the major players in that heavyweight division right now. Um, Judo is injured, but he has two weight classes to defend. But I see Shijudo only fighting right now in the future. I see him only fighting uh, Joseph Benavidez or Max Holloway. I think those are the only two competitors. I think he really, really wants to go up to featherweight and try to get that triple champ status, that triple C, legit status. That if if Shijudo fights and is a is a champion at flyweight, bantamweight, and featherweight. He's got to be the GOAT. He's got to be number one pound-for-pound pound fighter of all time. You know, especially if he defends those titles. I think he 1,000% should be in that running. It takes a very, very special fighter to get a UFC championship title. But then when it, it takes it takes an extraordinary, unique fighter to get two titles, but three titles... That's that's champs. That's that's pound for pound, 100% grace of all time for for Max or for Henry. Sorry, I don't even know why I said Max for Henry. Um, so yeah. Um, other than that, uh oh, we might have a situation. We have a breakdown. Uh oh, hold on. I have to stop the podcast for a second. We'll have a breakdown. Uh, nope, we're good. Okay, we're off to the. After the races and running. But yeah, if Shijudo beats Holloway, I don't see how you even make the argument against him being the number one pound for pound. Um, I, I don't even know. I know John Jones is dominant. Maybe if John Jones wins a heavyweight title, you can make the argument he's not. But guys, Henry Shijudo at three weight classes, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Um, so yeah. I don't think he beats Max Holloway, though. Honestly, in my opinion, I, I think he loses that fight against Max Holloway. I think he, I, I think Max is just too tall and too big for him. That's going to be a hard fight for most guys at featherweight, but Henry's not a natural 145-er. You have to bulk up extremely heavy to get to 145, I think, and be fit at that level. So I, I don't see him beating Max, but it's possible, very possible. Um, what else, what else, what else, UFC news-wise, um, Derek Luce is fighting at 243, I think, uh, Max and Alex Volkanovsky have gotten announced, that's gonna be a hard fight to choose who, who wins that fight, I don't know who wins that fight, you know, I, I, I don't know, I don't know who wins that fight, um, Alex Volkanovsky is a freaking killer, he's a freak of nature, um, I just don't see him losing. I really don't see him losing right now. That's a great fighter with great potential. Hopefully, Max can defend the title, but I would not be opposed to Alex winning. It opens up some some spotlight for other players in the game. Um, but I like Max. I love him as a person. He He's a great guy. Love Max. Hope he wins. But best luck to both fighters. Um, what? Who else was in that? Oh, Brian Ortega... Versus the Korean Zombie. 
I don't know who wins that fight. Probably, I, I can't I can't bet on that fight. It's one of those fights I love both guys so much. I'm going to watch it as a fan. I'm going to root for both as a fan. May the best man win. You know, may the best man win. Um, let's see. Uh, we're pretty much pretty much wrapped up uh, for the podcast. My week in farming. Right now we're in harvesting. We're harvesting in our lake. Um, first field still. We're going a little slow, but there's been a lot of things happen to us. So we're, we're slightly behind. That's okay, though. No big deal. Um, so yeah, uh, farming, nothing really big coming in. Oh, we're going to get a new, a new auger for our grain bins. Very cool. Um, that'll be nice to have. And then, um, that's about it. I think news wise for the farm. Um, and as we get in the last segment of the podcast, um, my daily advice, my podcast advice is time management. That's one thing to work on. It's always something that can be improved in your life. Um, I have begun waking up at 4.30 in the morning. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I love my sleep. There's nothing more I love in, in my sleep. Love it. Can't get enough of it. But with Harvest, I got to work out because I leave for work at 7 in the morning. Don't get home till 9 at night. I, I, I don't have enough time to work out at nighttime. So uh, I do my morning workouts at 4.30 in the morning. Get that out of the way, and I love it. I feel awake. I feel wired. I feel like I got a lot more done in the day. No one calls me. No one bugs me in the morning. Everyone's asleep still. It gives me a little bit extra drive knowing everyone else is asleep. I think that's what helps me wake up because I know everyone else is asleep, and it helps me work out more because it just it's, – it's a great way to push yourself, like knowing everyone else is sleepy and comfy, and you're out there grinding already. Um, so time management. Waking up earlier. Make more time. It makes more time for yourself. If, if, if you're in grade school, if you're in high school or college, that's so much time to yourself that you can study, get more work done, go work out. You can play video games. You can play video games in the morning. Do something. You, you do whatever you want. You have more time in your day. Um, if you're at, if you work a nine to five, if you if you wake up at four thirty, that's three hours. That's three hours where you do whatever you want, you know. And then you get home at five o'clock and you get another four or five hours to your day. You know, that's a big deal. That's a lot of hours. You don't need to... You go to sleep at 9, wake up at 4.30, you go to sleep at 8.30, wake up at 4.30, that's, that's eight hours. You, I mean, if you can survive off seven hours, I say go for it um, and try it out. Um, but you can, just, you can just do so much. You can make food, you can plan for your day, make breakfast, you don't have to get rushed, get your workouts done, you could read... You could do a side hustle, you could do online surveys, make more money, gives you time to read more. It just, gives you, it just gives you more time. There's nothing wrong with having more time throughout your day. So I would suggest very highly to do that and get a time management for your day. Um, so yeah, that was our podcast through this week. Don't think I have anything else to talk about. Um... Trying to make sure I didn't forget anything. Um, organic matter, eating robots, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're good. I think we got everything done. Um, this podcast is a little bit shorter than I than I want them to be. I want to be about I want them to be about an hour long. But I think with time that will improve because I'll have more to talk about. I'm kind of just doing these last minute. This is a very last minute made podcast. So uh, so yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed 
this this podcast, and I will be doing these once a week for sure, um, twice a week if I have time. Twice a week if I have time and I have enough stuff to talk about. So yeah, um, about to clock in at 40 minutes. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, if you'd like to give me ideas to talk about, um, give me topics to talk about. Um, would you rather's, um, what if situations, questions you want to ask, um, daily questions you have. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. That King of the Sting podcast I love because they do so many different sections, a lot of interactive sections. They do like relationship advice, um, debates, um, what's better, like Cheetos or chips, stuff like that. So if you guys have any, any topics on that. Um, please send them in, and I'll make a little section, a little ending section for that stuff. Um, if not, it's fine. I'll keep with the regular schedule. So yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. And if you want it, if you want to give me topics like a debate thing, would you rather, um, stuff like that, um, you can hit me up on Instagram, uh, karate underscore kid underscore flat. It's like that weird space thing that everyone uses, Karate Kid Flat, um, if you want to hit me up on my, on my podcast email, it's Jaden, J-A-D-O-N, dot flat, F-L-A-T-T, dot 98, at gmail.com, just the number, 98, at gmail.com, um, so yeah, uh, that is it, I think, I think you got it all covered, and, and good to go, So, hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you next week sometime. I don't have an official day, just when I have time. It might be Mondays, Tuesdays. I'm sure, I think it's going to be in the beginning of the week, because I'll probably plan it out through Monday night, and then do the podcast Tuesday or Wednesday when I have time. But it just depends. So, um, so yeah, hopefully we can keep it going again and uh, bring it back. Thank you guys for listening, and I will catch you later.